0: BHP Faithful, what up? New listeners, how are you? It's Chris Biliardi, host of the Big Hill Podcast. That's presented by Life Takes. Don't forget that. Follow them at Life Takes blog. Here for episode, what is it, Brandon? 57? 57. 57th episode. Obviously, I'm here with my co-host, Brandon Hill. What's up, brother?
1: Not much, man. Just excited to talk some football, some hoops. I know you want to get a little hockey action, but let's kick it off. I know you're hyped up on Michigan football. Lay it on me. What do you got, man?
0: All right, so obviously, Michigan and Ohio State for this weekend was canceled due to, you know, increasing uh, COVID numbers at Michigan. And um, look, I'm going to be blunt with you. If this might not be PC, you know, like what I'm about to say here. So I just don't buy it. I don't buy it. Obviously it's the perfect scenario because if you criticize it, you're, you're criticizing COVID and I'm not that guy. Yeah. You know, like I'm not saying COVID isn't a serious thing, but at this point, you know, Michigan shut down team operations probably two weeks ago at least.
1: Well, yeah, because they canceled the week before. Yeah,
0: exactly. And it's not 14 days anymore, so either you're just using this as an excuse or you're not properly maintaining this virus within your program, and both of them are equally as bad.
1: Yeah, and I think it's I think it's along the lines. Yeah, it's hard to – I mean, yeah, if you, if you want to just be blunt, straight to the point, yeah, everyone, I agree, they're probably just ducking the game. Yeah. But also, I'm with you. I'm not going to sit and criticize it. I mean, if that's your – not excuse per se, but if that's the reason why you're not playing the game is COVID, you're right. Either you you don't want to play and that's you just don't want to play and you're saying you have COVID cases or you really don't have this contained and you just don't care and you're not running proper protocols to be able to play, which is poor on you because before this thing all started, Michigan acted like they they knew what they were doing.
0: You need to want to play this game.
1: I don't care how bad
0: you are. Everything, every wrong can be. That's to me, that's kind of the beauty of being a Michigan Wolverine, even I guess an Ohio State Buckeye. All the bullshit can happen during the year, but if you can end the year with that cherry on top, it's almost like all is forgiven. You know, people always say they could go 0 11 as long or you know, 1 11 as long as that one win is the last week of the season. And I genuinely think there's some validity to that because had Michigan beaten Ohio State if they played. All is forgiven in my mind with Harbaugh. You're getting another year, maybe even two, in my mind. Oh okay? yeah,
1: that, that yeah, that's definitely it's it's a valid point, and yeah, you're right. This is a game that you should want to play because there's no, matter- no there's
0: absolutely no pride, and that's what bothers me. Is like you chose to back down. You know, they obviously they probably knew they were going to get smacked. I yeah. believe it was a thirty point spread. I think it was
1: like twenty nine and a half, biggest ever. But
0: to quit, that's next level. I would take a hundred point loss over this.
1: Yeah, I, no, I would.
0: Especially since, obviously, there's all the incentive in the world for them to want to fake this shit. So there's obviously they know they're going to get smacked. And then there's also an as, an angle of you can throw a wrench in Ohio State's entire season. Now, granted, I don't think that's going to happen.
1: No, no, Big Ten came
0: out and... Oh, you know, yeah, they're, go- yeah. Well, they're going to be able to play in the championship exactly, game. Yeah. So the but Big the Ten thing came out is, you know, when this first broke, that was the question, Oh yeah. right? And it's just I see all the incentive in the world, and it's just the most... It's just the sissiest move I've, I've ever seen in all of sports. And I mean, people out there yelling at your radio, you idiot, it's COVID, blah, blah, blah. Look, I hope, I hope that's the <laughs> case. I really hope that's the case. But the writing is on the wall. Where there's smoke, there's fire. And I just... Michigan, this lockdown for the program happened long enough ago to where they should be playing this weekend, in my mind. And yes. I'm no Fauci or nothing, right? I don't know. Yeah. But from all the information I've been collecting over these past eight months and seeing what happens with other teams if michigan's 5 and 0 right now or what what are they 2 and 5
1: 4 i think 2 they didn't 2-5. play last they okay. didn't play last week they're
0: 6 and 0 right now they're playing this weekend
1: oh yeah that, that's and that's what bothers me that's beyond question because <clears throat> but the only thing that gives me pause i mean again the covid they might have it but no numbers have been released so unless you have i mean look ohio state played michigan state with 23 dudes out so a college team is big enough where you can take a. 15. I've heard
0: forty-five.
1: Okay, and and if the number is that big, even so, it's a hundred fucking man roster. Like no, no, no I get it, but forty-five—that's that, a little big. I think you could if you could feel the team
0: you play. Shit.
1: And then also, my only thing is again, they they still might have just did it because they didn't want to play Ohio State. I get that, but they got called out last week by Kirk Herbstreit. And I thought, you know what? That if they really were faking it last week to kind of get the motion going by not playing Maryland, and then say, "Hey, well, we had it last week. We're not going to play Ohio State." Herb Street called them out and said they were duck. So I thought, if they really were, the, and he the, got he got and he got roasted. shat on. Yeah, he was he got lambasted, and and I was, and I get that, <clears throat> but I'm saying I think once you got called out, because I because I, I think they were going to try and do it under the rug and just like, oh, I guess they have COVID, but with no numbers being officially released and Herb Street coming out. That's the only reason that gives gives me pause is, you know what, the the media is roasting them for it. Maybe they actually do have it because if you're in Michigan, this is... This is taking a hit to the brand.
0: Well, here's the thing. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Have some fucking pride. But
1: I'm saying that that's what gives me pause, it might be more serious than we're giving
0: them, than we're saying. If it's that serious, wouldn't that be the first thing you said? The Ohio State game is the most important game of the year. It feels different every year. Yes, we haven't seen them win since 2011, but even I can say I get up for that damn game every year. No matter what position Michigan's in, there's a small, even going into this weekend, I saw that plus 1300. Oh, I was yeah. going to throw five on it, okay? <laughs> yeah. I was going to I was gonna sniff it. You know, hey, I had about a 2% chance in my brain they could pull something off. Yeah. But guess what? That's more than zero. So get up for that game. Crazy stuff happens. It is a rivalry. That's another narrative I've been, I've been seeing on Twitter. It's not a rivalry. Yes, you're right. We have get, been getting smacked. You are absolutely right. But you're lying to me if you don't say that that is the, the number one game that when you wake up that Saturday, you're like, it feels different. Oh it does. Seeing those two uniforms on the field is different. Okay? It's there's no other way to describe it. And I feel Ohio State fans feel the same way. So to say it's not a rivalry is and don't get me wrong, I there's probably tape of me on this very podcast saying that thing. But that's more an emotional reaction after a loss. Well you know? and I
1: think I think <clears throat> the biggest argument people are making, they might not articulate it this way. But I think it's not as, it's not the greatest, right? how people always say it's the greatest rivalry in college sports, maybe even sports. I think the way it's gone has kind of taken the lust off it a little bit.
0: I, I mean, I don't live in like the state of, Al- the only comparable in my mind would be like Auburn, uh, Alabama. And even that, it's just, I don't know, everybody says I'm biased, right? Because I say the Wings have the best logo in sports and all this stuff. Ohio State, Michigan. You, I, you don't see anything like it in across sports. I don't care what anybody says. You don't see anything. Yes, we've been getting smacked. You're absolutely right. But you don't see anything like it anywhere in sports. I'm telling you right now. Now maybe it's because I experience it personally. Yeah,
1: I, th- I think it plays a. B- I mean, because people, I bet you the Texas, Oklahoma, they throw, they want to talk about that, or like you said, Auburn, Alabama. Mm. And I mean, I'm just saying, I think that's what takes the lust off it because if a team wins ten straight. Nineteen or twenty, whatever it is, how how can you call it the greatest rivalry of all time? I I won't debate that it's not a rivalry, but all I'm saying is I think the way the last the the whole 21st century has played out, it has taken the lust off the great rivalry of Ohio State Michigan.
0: You see, maybe if Michigan starts, maybe this could be, you know, expanded. But I still, it's still a big game for me. I was I was looking forward, believe it or not, I was looking forward to this weekend. Because yeah. in all reality, at this point in the season, we were all emotionless with Michigan, right?
1: <clears throat> we yeah. were
0: all anticipating the worst of the worst of the Ohio State game. And the silver lining of when you're expecting the worst of the worst is it usually turns out better than you think. And that's the attitude I had going into this weekend. You know, Michigan can right all their wrongs. It's a bullshit season anyway, okay? And I'm not just saying that. It, it's, a, it's a weird season. I, granted, I do think the four teams that I think be in the playoff are the right four teams.
1: Two of your four.
0: <clears throat> Clemson, Notre Dame, Alabama, and uh, Ohio State. Obviously not in that order, but that's what I see happening. So
1: so you're telling me even with an L- or a Notre Dame loss they still get in? I mean, Yeah, because
0: I, well they would be even in the in the regular season series or in the season series essentially. Yeah. Only losing to each other. But what I think if, you put what them if
1: say Florida pulls off the upset over Alabama?
0: You see, that's where I, that's what I can't stand about Alabama is they're always sitting there undefeated, and they go. It's always if they lose the the championship game, they should still be allowed well, in. No, but, I'm always... saying,
1: but I'm saying, would you jump? Florida has to get in, right? Of course, yeah. So then, and then, so say say Alabama loses to Florida, but that's not going to happen. And I'm just saying, say Alabama loses to Florida, and then Clemson beats Notre Dame. What team you kicking out? Notre Dame or Florida, or Notre Dame or Alabama? Because they both don't have a conference they championship. They both just lost the championship. Yeah, they both game. don't have the conference championship, and Notre Dame's only losses the Clemson. Oh, Alabama God. At that to point,
0: Florida. at that point, you gotta just look at the tape, and it's off style points. When they talk about style points, that's where it's gonna count, honestly. Okay. And when it gets to be that close, it's the only answer I could tell you. That's kind of the problem. All right, let's talk about the playoff system real quick since we're yeah. on this topic. Yeah. Yeah. I was having this debate with my friends the other day. You know, there's always this argument. Oh, this fifth team should get in. Oh, this non-power five team should get in. Yeah. We've had this playoff for six or seven years. Give me a year where we had four elite teams. We have not seen it yet. Every single year, look back, every single year there's at least one absolute blowout where one team's not even in it in the first round. Last year in the first round, both games weren't even game. It's hard enough to find, when you're at the national championship level, the elite of the elite, there's only two or three of them every year. Well,
1: yeah, and and honestly, I think there could be a blowout. I think... Alabama, if they're the one, I think they and say Notre Dame loses, still gets in at four. I think they could get blown out. No question. A- Alabama on a different level.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's just the the talk of ex- conference championship games are essentially an extended playoff.
1: Yes, but I I think the reason, and I mean I'm not I, I like the four system. I like the four team system. I mean I could see them expanding. I think what people want the expansion for is it's it just gives. Other it gives, teams you it gives you closure.
0: Gives you closure. Essentially, just, it just
1: gives them hope because, like you said, honestly, the, like look, look, look what the Big Ten did, and look, look how the playoff committee is ranking Ohio State. Who has Ohio State played yet? They're ranked number three, number four. That's I think that's why t- people wanted to expand it because they already know going into the year there's already three teams locked in. No matter what happens, unless they lose three games or whatever, because it's not going to happen. Those teams aren't going to lose those that many games. So you can almost guarantee it's going to be Alabama. Ohio State, and Clemson in the playoff damn near every year. So I think that's why people want it expanded just to say, hey, we're not the fourth best team, but maybe we're five or six, and they just want hope. I agree with you that the results in the end will be the same, It'll but, be. but people want hope that say, hey, I can make the playoffs because look at teams like Florida. They have no shot, and they've had a great year. They, I mean, or these undefeated teams, Cincinnati. I'm not saying a team out of the power five, it's hard to make it, but you can go undefeated and you can be ranked six, five, but you know you're not making the playoff doesn't matter what you do all year. You have no hope of anything.
0: Yeah, I guess there's this a closure aspect to that cuz you look at it, okay, 18 playoff, okay. The only good game would probably be the 4-5. There's that much separation when it, when you get to that top 10, I think there's that much separation.
1: Yeah. I mean, I agree and I think I think an ex, a reason for expansion is the, the money aspect schools, if you make the playoffs, oh, if you, you bring and, in cash.
0: And these would be primetime playoff games. I would imagine it would be like, you know, Wild Card Sunday. Yeah. And there'd be, you know, games, a full slate. I just, uh, I don't know, I disagree with it. Uh, anything else on Michigan to close out? I just thought, obviously, hey, I... I'm not gonna say I hope it's COVID, but it's just like I, I. How about this? I hope they're not faking.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, no, because I'm, I don't
0: want to dig myself a grave here. <laughs> this is going on in the internet; it's gonna be up there, you know. But
1: no, I know what you're saying. You, I hope you hope it's COVID reasons. Yeah, you don't want people to get COVID, but you want to. You would rather choose the option of them running their program poorly and not getting it under control than them just not wanting to play.
0: Right? Here's the analogy: When I was a kid, you wake up in the morning, you don't want to go to school, <laughs> Mom. I don't feel good. I don't feel good. I'm gonna stay home. Come on, let me stay home. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm gonna stay home. And then your mom goes. I hope you're sick because then later on, when all your friends are out playing, you're not going out.
1: Yeah. And as of right
0: now, if I'm Michigan's mom, I'm saying you're not playing with your friends later. Just so you know. I know that that probably was a waste of thirty seconds. No, no, no. I I,
1: that makes sense. I I get what you're saying. You you hope it. Yeah. I mean, that's. I hope you are sick. In a weird way, yes. That that makes sense. Yes.
0: You know, I, I hope you're not faking here.
1: Yeah, no, that that that's a good enough. Obviously I don't
0: wish bad health on anybody. That's not no, what I'm saying. No, no. But, but I hope I hope you're not faking it.
1: Yeah, no, that, that that's a that's a good way to put it <laughs> in layman's terms.
0: Well and that uh Harbaugh will prop that's um, if you want more incentive real quick, is it easier to extend Harbaugh after not playing Ohio State or after a fifty point loss?
1: Well yeah, no, it's I mean uh,
0: Okay. Yeah. Now the, no the press conference the other day I was listening home on the on the way home from ninety seven one. They didn't want to talk about it at all, and Volney had a point where, if they were looking at a contract, wouldn't they mention, "Yeah, we're in talks," just to calm the storm? I don't know. You got recruits watching. You're you're probably you're actively recruiting right now, aren't you? Yeah. Don't the, don't the players want to have a guy that is gonna be there? I don't know. It's just a weird dynamic right now.
1: Well I think that that kind of goes to the point of the COVID aspect, how you how you said they should have came out and said, despite the Ohio State game being the most important game on our schedule, we have this many cases. Michigan is just a weird school when it comes to releases they 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 always I feel like they just look at themselves as like high and mighty. This and they, isn't it, like a and high can, and
0: mighty thing it's it, It's literally you look like
1: but but they don't want to look bad.
0: You look bad.
1: But um, but there are some people that are happy they haven't extended him. So that's what I'm saying. They try and please everyone when that's physically impossible. So they're just gonna sit back and say nothing. And there's people like you that say they look bad for not saying anything. And there are people who are saying, you know what, I don't want Harbaugh. Let's hopefully you're not. Talk- I don't want to hear you say you're talking extension because you shouldn't be.
0: Oh, I didn't say that's what I wanted. I don't. I didn't say that I wanted him extended. I just think that you need to kind of. But, but I'm saying, you need what, to give us, you but need if you're talking something.
1: extension, why would you bring it up? You're not going to come out and say, yeah, Harbaugh has gone after this year. Why, why would you say that? They're not going
0: to say that. Which is why basically not saying that we're working on an extension says to me that he's gone.
1: And, and I can see that. But also, him being a Michigan man, they don't want to do anything to, to harm Harbaugh. They want to just. Is that
0: that big of a thing? I don't know if that's I think that it big is. of a thing. Because everybody always wants to say all oh, the boosters want this type of guy, the you know, they're the ones that are... These are millionaire people. They're not dumb. They graduated from the University of Michigan. They're millionaires, billionaires today. They run businesses. They have people that are working under them in businesses. If they're performing the way Jim Harbaugh... People, they probably had people work for them that perform like Jim Harbaugh, that they ax, <laughs> right? So I don't understand why that's... I feel like that's not as big of a thing as people want to make it out it is to be. Because I because
1: Har- Harbaugh is... He's not even just a Michigan man. He's, like, one of the Michigan men. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is – he was Bo's quarterback. He was a guy that is a Michigan legend. It's not even just a Michigan man. Like, he's not even – hey, I played at Michigan. No, Harbaugh is arguably one of the – I don't know how depth how deep you want to go, Michigan legend. Probably three but,
0: or four best QBs. But that's what I'm saying. He history. is one of
1: in the in quarterback being the position that it is, it's he's one of the guys that are almost untouchable per se.
0: Yeah, I, I don't I'm not taking anything away from him. He's served the university. It's just it's all performances. What have you done for me lately? It's nothing personal.
1: But if you also look at that though, they should have fired him after year four. I mean what I don't
0: know about that. I think I think uh I would have let him stay another year myself. I think I, think I would have went to about this year if, I, if I'm in charge. Now, let's shift over here to the pro team, Detroit Lions. They beat the Bears. I don't even know what the freaking score was. All I know is I hit it a plus 145. Thank you very much. 34-30.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, over 30 to fuck up your draft pick. Bank that every time, two everybody. two
1: touchdowns in, what, three minutes or something at the end?
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, Okay. I don't really have much to say about the game. I just want to talk about how. Talk about the position, the Lions. I'm sick and tired of the cop out of the Lions being the worst organization in sports. And what I mean by that is you get to just look back on everything in hindsight and bitch. That's all people do. For example, it all started this week. I'm driving home. Valeni's talking about how the Lions. He's bashing the Lions that they aren't using the search committee or whatever for the new GM and and coach. Mm -hmm. Okay? He's he's bashing them, oh classic lions, that's why you're this trash organization. Hold up now. You're I want you to tell Brandon Hill, I want you to tell me right now that if news broke on Monday, the Lions have hired the search firm or whatever the hell to find their GM and coach. He'd be going, Oh, back to the old barrel where they got Bob Quinn. That's why this franchise sucks. You get to just look at every move the Lions make and bitch no matter what. And that's what I'm sick and tired of. I, I get that to a degree. Another thing, I, I was listening on the way home today. Now, this is another thing. I'm going to sound hypocritical here. Obviously, I bashed the Lions for wanting to be the Patriots, right? Yes. But they, they overemphasized it, okay? Now, they were bitching today. Oh, they wanted to be the 49ers, and then they wanted to be the Patriots, and now they're going to want to be, you know... The Seahawks. They said kind of the thing Seahawks. Thing. Yeah. And I'm thinking... Okay, hold up now. You're bitching. Someone comes in, let's say they let's say that happens. Somebody from that Seahawks staff gets hired. Not Bevel, hopefully. <laughs> Somebody from that Seahawks staff gets hired. They're sitting at the press conference and they go, What are some things that are that you learned in Seattle that you can implement on this team to be successful? And they would tell you what they're gonna tell you. And then Villenny's gonna say, Oh, they they wanna copy this other team, and that's classic Lions. Well, don't people all the time say that it's a copycat league? I don't understand what the problem is of taking things that you learned when you were successful and implementing them into your new job. I don't understand. And obviously, like I said, I, I bashed Bob Quinn for over-patriotizing this team. But if, if this is what I'm talking about, where everybody just gets to bitch no matter what the Lions say. Guy goes up and says, hey, I'm going to try to make this team like the old Seahawks. They're going to bitch. If a guy goes up there and says, you know what? I'm me. I'm going to run my own thing they would bitch and go, look, the Lions hired this guy that thinks he knows everything and he's a goddamn idiot. That's what happens every time. valenti has got the easiest job in history. He gets to just bitch like he like he was right the whole time. He just gets to bitch.
1: Well, no, and I, I agree with you there that it is a copycat league, but to a degree, you have to want to be your own team. Of course, but the problem
0: with the Lions, if I already know that whatever guy gets hired, if they even mention another team that they're gonna base themselves off of, all this Patriot shit's gonna get brought up well, on 97. But that 1. that's
1: what I'm saying. You shouldn't you can implement that stuff, but don't come out and say you're gonna be the the Patriots, the Seahawks. Don't don't say that. Yeah, but the Lions never said that about the Patriots. The thing is, I'm just saying,
0: if a guy comes in, he comes from a successful system, yeah. that will be a question they are asked on the first press conference. You were in this successful situation, and you know, what and, can you implement from and, that situation and, and, into this team? And you
1: know the answer they give? You say yes. I learned a lot of a lot of my time in Seattle, but I'm in Detroit now. We're gonna do it the Detroit way.
0: Okay, right there, Valeni's gonna shit on you. How? What do you mean, how?
1: What, what, he's gonna what? he's
0: gonna say this guy thinks he knows everything. No. He's gonna do it the Detroit way, huh? That is the Detroit way to come and think you know everything. You already know that's what's gonna happen.
1: And, and, and to a degree, what does it matter what Valeni says? Why? why because you-
0: this guy controls, dude. What Valeni says is the mood on on shit from like my circles. When I get on Twitter, I feel like. Valeni's opinion just seeps through the entire fan base no no, in every no single because
1: sport because hear me out yeah sure people people can say that but have your own opinion I, I do I agree with a lot of things valeni says sure but I also disagree you you can it's just like your coach your coach speak right here you have to you want to take ideas from other teams just like we, form your own opinion don't copy what valeni says have your own thoughts
0: but that's the problem is when you got this guy who is in basically a position oh this might be dramatic you're in kind of a position of power okay to a degree you control this narrative and there are thousands and thousands of people that are like listening to this narrative and it just poisons the air and that's how i feel about it he's poisoning the air like the other day when he was bitching about the fact that they didn't hire the search firm you're already poisoning the air of a guy who has yet to be hired you're already doing that because when this new gm comes in and he's bad valeni gets to go see they didn't use the search firm. They're idiots. That's what'll happen.
1: Well, no, no, and I. I and then I, that'll
0: poison the air. And now the whole entire, like, a big section of the fan base has this negative view on the new GM from day one.
1: And and that's fine. Those those people are idiots. I, I'll sit. I like I said. I agree with Valenti on a lot of things. I think the Lions are a bad organization. And but I'm not gonna. I'll give whoever they hire. I don't care who. If they hire me and you, I'll give you. Big Leardy and will I'll give it to you. Everyone deserves a chance. But to a degree, I mean, Quinn was here five years. Patricia was three. What I mean, after so long, you have to start forming your own opinion. Dep- and these guys were bad. So who cares what Valenti was saying from the get? Yeah, I was going to at least give him a shot. Sure, you want to try the Patriot way? Go for it. I didn't think it was going to work. But I'm not going to sit and bash it until... You're two plus years deep in Patricia's case, four plus years deep in Quinn's case. It's not it's not giving you results.
0: Here's another funny thing that that I um I disagree with this aspect too to an extent. I, I, maybe there's a little bit of truth to it, but to just I think it's hilarious. People will spend all this time bitching and bitching. They gotta fire this guy. They gotta fire this guy, and then they do, and then everyone goes, well, who gives a shit? Because the Fords are still there. That's what I'm talking about. Where you just get to use the lion sucking as a fucking cop out. The Fords right now did exactly what you want. They fired everybody. They're clearing house, and they're looking for a new guy. Back when they, back when they fired Caldwell and brought in Patricia, that's what everybody wanted, okay? They're, they're actively doing you're, – when you're, when you're in that position, all you can literally do is throw shit at the wall until it sticks. But because that, all these guys that you're interviewing, when, you're, when you have a head coaching position, a head GM position, you're going to get some of the top guys available – In the world, interviewing for this position, and these guys are football minds, proven football minds. Yes, they might not come here and have success, but these are you. Literally, have to just throw shit at a wall until it sticks. And to say the the narrative that just because the Fords are here, they're not going to hire the right guy coming up. Why is that? What do you know? You wanted you wanted this. You wanted Bob Quinn, and I did too, obviously. You wanted Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn fired, and here we are, and you're still going to be negative about it. Who's well, to say we don't hire a great GM that is here for 15 years and gets us a championship?
1: Well, no, because I I agree with you. Yes, you're going to throw shit at the wall until it sticks, as you say. But also, like, what, what was Quinn, besides being in the Patriots organization, what was he that made you pick him as a GM?
0: Okay. The NFL search committee found him to be qualified. The Patriots were coming off of what? Like two Super Bowls in three years, an appearance that they like.
1: That's another thing I don't understand. But here's Quinn's job. He was a national scout. He he was a regional scout, a national scout, director of pro personnel, assistant director of pro personnel, then the director of pro
0: scouting. Well, I'd be curious to know who – I don't remember as of right now, but who, who was available to be a GM at that point. Another thing I find funny is people will bitch. Okay, you just said we hired a nobody as, at GM. Yeah. Okay, we hired a nobody at GM. So let's say we hired a name. Okay? Well, the reason why that name is available is because he was fired. Okay? So you bring in a name and they start doing bad. Then the narrative is classic Lions. They bring in a guy who failed and guess what he did? He failed. It's literally a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation with every single move that you make when you're the Lions. So you literally just have to throw shit at a wall until it sticks because, sorry to tell you, it's going to stick. The Lions, as an organization, yes, they have sucked on the field. But when you look at the amenities and shit the players have, they have a beautiful practice facility. Ford Field is probably a mid-level stadium in the NFL. There's money in the organization. It's just I – being a Detroit Lion – would not be a bad like a bad gig, okay? Yeah, you, you're on a bad football team, but sorry, bud, you're the one on the field making the mistakes. No, no, everything what? up to that point is taken care of in in a first class manner until your ass steps on the field and loses you, and then you leave the organization and bitch, and just keep this stink in the fucking air. It's just That's why I stick up for the Fords when, when it gets brought up. It's literally, n- no matter what situation, it'll be looked at as, oh, it's the Fords, this is how it's going to fuck up. And then if it does, a, it's a snowball effect. If, if shit starts to slip a little bit, you're sliding all the way down off that cliff.
1: No, no, I get it, but I'm saying, like, look at, you say guys are out there for GM for a reason. I mean, okay, this is, this is only one example. I don't have many, but look at John Dorsey. Man got fired by the Chiefs. yeah, he 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 drafted Pat Mahomes, Tyree Hill, Travis Kelsey. Went to the Browns, Dr- got Kareem Hunt. Drafted Nick Chubb. Got brought in all these. Drafted Miles Garrett. Brought in all these guys. That look at these. Look at those two teams now. They're good, but they got fired. He got fired for no whatever reason. Yeah, the team he leaves after, he set him up for success. What GM has set the Lions up for success ever?
0: John Dorsey was the man that hired, um, what's that fat-ass guy, Bubba, whatever the hell, coached the Browns last year.
1: Yeah, Freddie Kitchens.
0: Freddie Kitchens, okay? (laughs) Yes, I I, Right there, right there, that got him fired. You hire an idiot at head coach, you underperform, you get fired, and that's what people would bitch about.
1: Hear me out. You just said... The GM and coach truly don't matter as the players. So who cares what Freddie Kitchens did? He had players on the field. He had the Browns have talent. Sure, it was a bad hire. Yes, I'm not disagreeing with that. But give the man a chance. Let him hire someone else. He's the, you ultimately ninety okay. percent of the of the game. It doesn't come down to coaching a GM. It's so the players. the John Dorsey, the John
0: Dor- Dorsey thing that you just brought up isn't. I don't think it's relevant to this argument because we're talking about why hire him. We're talk we're talking about a guy that's available right now. That for all we know, he's in Allen Park right now talking to Sheila. Okay, for all we know, yeah, like that could still happen. I'm talking more about the past GM hunts. I don't necessarily remember a Dorsey being available at that time. You're going to get in most years a no either a nobody or a guy who shat on another organization.
1: But but can you're he- not
0: just going to pick up. You're not going to get. Oh, I'm Bill Belichick. I just divorced my wife, met this Hottie from Michigan. I'm gonna to move to Michigan. I'm gonna retire as a coach. I'm just gonna be GM for the Lions. You don't get that.
1: No, I get that, but all I'm saying is looking at again, I'm not going back GM after GM, but just looking at Quinn, why don't there are assistant GMs in the league, am I am I mistaken? Why are you hiring regional scouts as GM like I get it, but there's there's higher steps in guys more qualified than a guy that's a scout. Hey, I mean, you could go scout. Hey, if
0: the Lions just went out themselves and hired him, I would feel differently about it. They had the team that helped like the, the squad that is hired by the NFL to help teams pick this guy.
1: I, I get it. But so that he, you're telling me he was the he was the only guy they qualified as he was. he They registered as qualified to be the GM.
0: Obviously not. You have to uh, interview it's, a certain amount of guys. Exactly. But that guy just happened to impress in the interview. I'm just saying that. I'm sick and tired of the damned if you do, damned if you don't, with literally every single thing involving the Lions, and it's just because, sadly, they've never won. That's okay? exactly what it is, and they are literally doing, in my mind, the only thing they can do. No, no, they are the, the firing of Patricia and Quinn. Yes, that is a step in the right Yet direction. Yet there's and still and I'm not... so much negativity. To me, there should be, there should be a, it should be like the first warm day of the year. That's the way it should feel right now for Chris, us,
1: Chris. You know why there's all that negativity? Because there's very, there's very few people on this earth that have ever seen the Lions win. Exactly, but that's what you see. That's what I'm saying. Where it's a cop out. No, no, it's not a cop out because I'm talking
0: about the future. We're, no, we're no. talking like, don't look in the past. I'm talking about the goddamn future. No. you do what's right from here on out. As of right now, the Detroit Lions. Yeah, they might have won on Sunday, kind of fucked them up, but you can't tell the players to lose. Sorry, you can't tell the players to lose. At this point, we're not getting a QB, so who gives a shit? And it's just like we got to ride out this year, and we're gonna wake up tomorrow a fresh day.
1: No, and I I get that,
0: and, and I, we I, we have only it's the first day of the rest of our lives, okay? And all that bullshit in the past is in the past, so we can leave that negativity and all that bullshit in the
1: past. No, I, I get that, but, but all but it's I'm just
0: gonna be brought up and brought up and brought up, continuing to poison the atmosphere.
1: Because. Like I said, I'm one of the most optimistic guys you'll meet, but this organization has done nothing in my dad's, my grandpa, or anyone we know their lifetime. So, that's sure, I'm optimistic, yes, I want a new coach GM, but I'm not going to be happy until three, this, whatever they do now, you, we won't be able to tell for another three years. So, what? what's being happy about it for?
0: You are right now. I guess the Lions, had the Lions lost Sunday, that's the only difference. You would be in the happiest position you could possibly be as a Lions fan right now. When you really look at our situation we were in, we are pulling ourselves out of it right now as we speak.
1: They're trying, yes.
0: And that's all you can do. But
1: until they prove me wrong, what am I going to be happy about? You see, I don't understand
0: what we're arguing here. I'm saying that, like, I only worry about the future, okay? That's all I'm giving a shit about. Yes, we have been burned and burned and burned. But right now, we have somewhat of a blank canvas. Yes, we yes. still have this, yeah. this this guy at QB who, God damn it, they're probably going to end up keeping him around for a little I bit. I bet you they trade him. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll talk about that next week because that we could talk about that for 25 minutes. Yeah. But, yeah, no, basically what I wanted to get out in this episode is I'm sick and tired of the damned if you do, damned if you don't situation with every freaking Lions topic ever ever like literally ever we are right now we have a blank canvas we have hit rock bottom hopefully hopefully obviously we have hit rock bottom that's that's the way we got to look at this we have hit rock bottom yes and we are going to and i'm not saying we're going to be a better team next year because we might suck next year but that's all planned you know what i mean they go two and 14 next year that's awesome because i think that the new you understand what i'm saying yeah, no, I I'm with you there, but all I'm saying you is new regi- You got a new regime, regi- <laughs> Regina Saskatchewan, bud. No, you got a new regime, and they if they go two and fourteen next year, in my mind, that means that the GM came in, cleared this bitch down to studs, and we're going for whatever QBs coming out next year.
1: No, and I I would be happy with that, but you and me both know if especially if they keep Stafford, that won't happen, and also. And, and that's the thing, Chris. All I'm saying is, with even all these fresh starts, good draft picks, all I'm saying is, until we get proved wrong, because I guess I fall in the cloud of I'm, I'm a, a, the guy you're describing to a degree, until we get proved wrong, I don't care how many fresh starts, how many top three draft picks we have, because they've always been fucked up.
0: That's another thing. I'm, whenever I'm talking about tanking, who gives a shit? The Lions fuck up their draft pick every year. Well, hopefully not this year. This year hasn't happened yet. That's why the draft happens. That's why they make the picks. Like when you, when, whenever an underdog wins in, a, in a, uh, a basketball game, football game, whatever, you say that's why they play the game because you went in there thinking for sure they were fucked, but they played the game and they won. Yeah, that's why they do the draft. That's why they play the season. So you
1: yeah, know, no, no I, I get that, but they've been doing the draft since '57, and what, who have the Lions drafted that have done anything? No one.
0: Well, guess what? No one. Whoever they draft in 2021. Hopefully he's a good player, well, like, and we exactly. move on.
1: And until you prove me wrong, I can't be hopeful that this organization will do right with that blank slate, that top pick that you're talking about. They've since the since '57 they have done nothing every year with countless blank. How many coaches have they had? Ninety-seven. They're gonna go out. They're actively right now
0: talking to probably guys that would be in say the top twenty most qualified people on this earth. To run a football team, yeah, they're I, they're actively doing that. So why are we all bitching? I, I'm I'm not bitching about that. I just I, I there, there's there's pre every time I turn on the radio there's pre bitching going on. Well, oh, yeah. they're gonna try to be this team. Oh, they didn't do the search committee. Oh, the the Fords. It's just you're already shitting on a guy that literally doesn't exist.
1: No, and I, I'm I'm behind you on that one. I won't do that. All I'm saying, I won't pull a valeni and sit there and bitch. But all I'm saying is, I'm not going to hold my breath that they're going to hire the right guy. Sure, I'm I I, I I'm that guy. I want to be proved wrong. I'll sit and bash the Lions all day. I'm, I'm still like you, though. I, I hope they win a Super Bowl in my lifetime. I don't see it happening. You see, that's the other thing.
0: I don't see it happening my whole life. Dude, hopefully we have another, like, 50 years. God knows, the Chicago Cubs went, like, what, 90 years not doing shit? 108 yeah, dude, like it, the Brett Sox went 90, right? Yeah. Exactly, dude. It's just shit
1: happens. Crazier shit has happened. No, and I, I get that. But all I'm saying is until it actually happens, I can't believe it. I, I want it to happen more than anyone because, you know, it's, it's embarrassing to be a Lions fan. I mean, that, that's all I'm saying. I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm glad they're going in the direction they are, and I'm going to sit back. And, and what they do in the next month, two months— we won't know until 2022, 2023, because like you said, they're going to be bad next year no matter who they hire. So so I'm not going to sit and bash the dude next year, but I want to see just signs of improvement. Just like look at the Dolphins. They hired Brian Flores. Last year they were bad. This year they're 8-4, going to make the playoffs. They drafted Tua. Just give me a sign of hope. I'm not asking to win the Super Bowl. But... Here's my sign of hope. They cleared house. Like, if All right,
0: Brandon yeah. Hill, I am going to pull that movie Freaky Friday on your ass – and, but I'm going to implement a time machine. Okay. I'm going to Freaky Friday you with Sheila Ford, and I'm going to go back one month. Okay?
1: Okay.
0: We're sitting here today, and we're in the same exact position because you did the same thing. So it, it, right now, as of right now, we we're at a blank. And I feel like we're talking in circles now at this point. But that's just basically how I feel yeah, about it. I got um, you. Let's shift over. We're gonna start seeing our sports come back in. Hey YouTube TV, quit playing games. <laughs> I need my FSD. This is no joke. You're gonna lose a custo. i w I'm already I'm already flirting with Fubo right now. <laughs> anyway. You're lucky you got red zone YouTube TV or else I would have canceled you already. I'm just riding up <laughs> I'm just riding out the football season because it's gonna work out beautifully with hockey starting just as football season is ending. But you got NBA training camp opening up. Yes. Killian sir. Hayes making friends. Yeah. What are your thoughts?
1: See that that's that's similar to the Lions. The Pistons are they're they're making moves. They kind of cleared house. They got a new GM, Troy Weaver, and
0: all four of our teams right now are about as blank slate as they could possibly yeah, be. And, and we are I, in a great position right now, and I'm
1: hopeful. the The Pistons, Killian Hayes, I was I liked the pick. I thought they could have went a different direction, but he, he's performed well so far in cap. I mean, I know it's only a couple weeks. They play the Knicks tomorrow. First preseason action, a couple weeks out from the start of the year, and I, I'm hopeful for the Pistons. I, I think they're going to be bad again, but again, this is a year where I look, I want to see the young talent, see how they play. I'm not expecting domination, but I want to see Se- Seku come out and play well. I want to see Killian Hayes be the starting point guard and hold his own. I want to see guys that they, they brought in just to, just to look good. I mean, I know they're going to take their lumps. Everyone's it's the NBA is a different ball game compared to the you to know. College. I want to
0: comment on the Pistons. Um I am obviously not the biggest NBA fan, but I look at a guy like Derek Rose and I just I have all the respect in the world for the guy because you're playing obviously he's being paid handsomely to do what he does. And so it's it's he's doing his job, so it's kinda hard to say to say that you're super impressed for a guy doing his job. Yeah. But I look at a guy like that who's playing on a struggling team. He could probably I'm not saying start for a championship team, but he's a guy that could be picked up to come off the bench for any championship team, you know. And he as a player, he's always been a huge resting bitch face guy. <laughs> so when I see him like be like and he's so monotone. When I see him be kind of friendly, it's almost like you you really notice it with a guy like that. And just seeing the role that I don't know if he's just putting on a front for the camera but i've seen multiple videos of him talking about the younger players especially killian hayes and he's really just taken him under his wing and in one of the videos he was he was saying you know hey it's my it's my job to make sure that this guy can blossom into an nba player and i want to see this guy do well and all these things where i almost i don't know i i feel NBA, I kind of look at these guys as kind of like babies, right? No offense. Oh, you know, I mean, a lot, but of, these kids a lot are. of guys. I feel like a lot of guys in the NBA. Oh, you're the backup point guard. Well, yeah, you're the backup point guard. Don't step on my territory and just not even give a shit about the guy. I I, I, it, I respect the fact that he's clearly taking this guy under his wing, knowing that this guy is is could potentially take a spot. Yeah. Oh wait, no, Killian Hayes. Is he even a point guard?
1: No, no yeah, he. You yeah, know, okay, I'm, I'm pretty sure, sure Dwayne Casey came out and said. Like, if today came out, he'd be the starter.
0: Right? Okay. Yeah, that's – obviously, I sound like an idiot because I wasn't even 100% that he was – Killian <laughs> Hayes as a point guard. But just from the Twitter clips that I've seen, it's just very very hockey guy of D. Rose. No, to, I – To take the – you know, very – I was just surprised to see – because my expectation with the NBA is very low. So, just yeah. see that, I was very impressed.
1: And I, I think after D. Rose, I mean, he's been in the league for, I think, 12 years mm-hmm. now. So, yeah. There comes a point where, yeah, sure, maybe five, six years ago when he was still trying to come back from injuries, he thought he could be the guy. But he's 30, whatever, 31 years old now. And there comes a point, yeah, he, you, you look at your time, yeah, your knees are shot, you're not the guy you were. So you know what? I'm on the Pistons as of now. And he's really
0: embraced being a Piston.
1: And, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, he's a Piston for, for such now. an
0: emotionless guy, you can really see it.
1: Yeah, because I think, they, I think he appreciates the fact that they gave him a shot last year when they got him and he, yeah he he I, he can still play I, I agree with you there that he can be a contributor to a, a winning team but for the pistons they're not going to be a winning team so you know he looks at it hey i'll go out there maybe put up some decent numbers maybe get traded to a contender but as of now let, let me help this guy out i mean i'm not going to be a i'm, I'm probably not going to be the starter so let me let me just show coach Casey just show the organization that i i don't care that i'm not the starter i want to help Killian Hayes he's the future of the pistons hopefully and I'm, he's still going to be playing 20, 25 minutes a night. Mm-hmm. So he's going to co- come out and just – I'm I'm with you. I've seen videos. I, I'm glad he's doing that because Hayes and all these guys they drafted this year, Sekou last year, like this is – these are the faces of the franchise hopefully for the next decade. And him and Blake both, I mean, you know, I've seen Blake do because I think he still thinks he can play a little more, which he probably can play a little at a higher level than D. Rose. It's off
0: really to both of those guys, man, because Blake, you look at that guy – you sign to be an LA Clipper. You're living yeah. great life in Cali. You get traded to the Detroit Pistons, <laughs> and from all I've seen, obviously he'll get upset. You've seen him get upset, you know. But in the moment on the court after a loss, you've seen that, yeah. a handful of times. But you've never seen him not embrace being a piston. Yeah, and that's another one of those things you see in the NBA all the time, like this this uh, James Harden shit. Yeah, no, cry me a fucking river, dude. You're a, you've been. You've been the man in that city for years, and just because you couldn't just, get it done. just like the football team, got, just like ex Lions players, because you couldn't get it done,
1: I'm getting the hell out of here.
0: It reminds me of when I when I played hockey as a kid. So I I didn't play, you know, like travel hockey, right? Like I'd play, I played like house league hockey, and. You know, I, I've never been on a, like, super good team, you know. I, like, when I played for the Ice Hawks, I'd say we were in, like, you know, when I played for the like, Ice Hawks when I was a kid, we were, we were probably a little bit better than average. We'd have winning seasons, but we weren't, like, going winning states or anything. And then in high school, we were, like, 500, 500 in my senior year. We were ass. But every year, no matter what team I was on, whenever you'd lose a game, there'd always be at least one kid on the team. Fuck this. I'm I'm signing up for Bell Tire. Bell Tire is like a travel hockey team around like where yeah, we live.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm signing up for Bell Tire. Fuck all this and I'd always just be like I must have missed where you, We got shut out, dude. I I didn't I must have missed your hat trick. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. just that same mindset. I I can't stand that mindset in sports. Oh my
1: god, this
0: team sucks. What do you mean this team? You're on the team. Yeah. And especially James Harden to have the audacity to feel that way. He leads the NBA in in possession by a fucking by a, a whole entire day in time a season.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I'm with you on that. I think if I'm the Rockets, unless you're getting a King's ransom, I I, I let him sit and rot. Yeah. I, I don't care because if, if you trade him, you're going to be ass. And if you hold him, if he doesn't play, you're going to be ass. So my the argument of saying, well, if they trade him, they're not going to be well. Or if they don't let him play, they're going to suck. Who cares? Let, let him sit he, he's nearing the end of his prime. So if you let him waste a year, it'd be like, hey, you want to go play for the Nets? Tell him to give me Kyrie and a couple first rounders and maybe we'll talk. Yeah. But that, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, that's so, so mindset. So all these teams that he wants to play for, yeah, sure. But why don't you try and win yourself?
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's sort of um
1: I, I'm with you on that.
0: Yeah, I just I don't I don't agree with that mindset whatsoever. No, no, it's and, it's uh, sad. Yeah, you just see that a lot. It just—it just, like I said, it always takes me back to being in the locker room after you lost a game, you know, <laughs> six nothing. Yeah. And there's always that one guy. Oh fuck all this! Basically telling to your own team, you guys all suck. I'm out. And, so, yeah. and then, not one kid ever did it, by the way. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. All yeah. right, we'll uh, we'll wrap this thing up with uh, we got the news NHL coming back, boy, uh, January thirteenth. World Junior Tournament's looking rough, though. A lot of COVID cases, and that really sucks. That's one of the best tournaments every year. It's all basically the best players not in the NHL that are young. Uh, whether they're Usually the teams are made up of probably about half of the guys are guys that were already picked in the first round the year before, and then the other half are guys that are going to be drafted, essentially. Maybe, less, maybe a little bit more 60-40 towards the draft picks. But the Wings had, I swear to God, six or seven guys on Team Sweden alone going to this tournament. Um, Just so many Red Wings were going to this tournament, but unfortunately, Team Sweden has been getting hit by COVID so bad. They're down to three coaches. Their head coach is gone. They had seven coaches. They're down to three.
1: Wow.
0: And they've lost about a billion players. The whole tournament is not looking good. So the the NHL draft this year will be absolutely fascinating because... What are you going to have to scout on? Because it's looking like junior hockey is not going to play. The World Juniors aren't going to play. This is going to be the year where the Wings get the first overall pick.
1: Well, and then also, what are? I mean, I don't know how. I'm not. A, you know, I'm not the biggest hockey guy. But what about like the AHL and all that? Like, how are these? Are, do you think the AHL, as of
0: right now, is not playing? Nothing besides the NHL and college hockey. Yeah, but college hockey are, are is already a lot of older guys. In mm-hmm. all reality, like a lot of guys that have either been draft eligible and not drafted or they've been drafted already and they're playing in college that's hockey's yeah. a little bit weird you can play in college being drafted yeah but yeah no as far as evaluation that's what kind of that's the one thing that has me worried is like this would be the year where the wings get the first overall pick and they take a guy at 1 and the best player in the draft is at 6 because you had an entire year of you didn't even see him yeah, you know, and there's these kids in the NHL. You get drafted so young. I mean, you're looking at a situation where let's say no. I guess there is European high. If you took a European kid, you'd be all right. But let's be real. At least fifty percent of the draft comes from the CHL mm-hmm. and USHL. So it's just it's a tough look. You you look at the Wings. They're they're sitting at first overall. Half of their prospects, they haven't seen them play since they were sixteen.
1: Yeah, that's you know? that's rough.
0: And it's and, and when they were sixteen, they had the nineteen year old guys on the team that were on the first line. So they were on the third line where in this past year that would have been the year where they would have went on the first line and either sunk or swim. Or swam, excuse me. Bad past <laughs> tense. But yeah, that really worries me. I'm glad to see the NHL coming back. The all Canadian division is going to be a shit show. It's gonna hope it sucks that there's gonna be no fans. That's going to that division is going to fascinate me because Toronto's got that star power, man. They got that star power, but they don't have that not to sound cliché, they don't have that grit that you need to win the Stanley Cup. You can you can play this fun hockey during the regular season. The second you get to about even late March, it doesn't play that way. Yeah. And you see guys, you see Tom Wilson have 15 goals in a playoff run where he only had 12 all regular season. There's guys that are built to play in the playoffs, and that's why I look at teams like Vancouver and Montreal, and they intrigue me. Edmonton and Toronto, they have all the star power in the world, but they don't have that bottom six, like that oomph. You know what I mean? Don't want to bore the crowd out there. Sorry, (laughs) y'all. We'll wrap this one up for the week. I felt absolutely great about this podcast. From the second you pulled up to my driveway to right now, I don't know about you. What do you think?
1: No, this this is a great one, man. I'm I'm excited. I this is a electric episode. I would say and real quick. I just want to touch on. We'll get a little more into it as the season moves on. But both both Michigan and Michigan State five and zero college hoops getting underway. They both start a Big Ten play here. I think Sunday, Saturday or Sunday for both. I think Sunday for Michigan, maybe Saturday for Michigan State. But. Uh, Either way, once they get into Big Ten, the swing of things, we'll get we'll touch on them more. But so far, so good. Looking for both teams, I would say.
0: No question, no question. I really got to take advantage of this right now with there being no hockey and me not having fucking FSD. <laughs> I got to take advantage of uh of these two teams that we have. Obviously, Michigan is my team, but I've rooted for Sparty before.
1: Yeah, no, I mean they're, they're ranked number four right now. The Big Ten is loaded, so it's. Gonna well, be- I, I
0: knew they went to. Um, that was Duke's first non-conference home loss. I saw some crazy stat where since
1: it was like their third so when they lost to, one since like 1982 when they or when something.
0: they lost to Illinois last night or the night before two, yeah two yeah, a couple nights ago I was watching before. that in bed and that was their the first time since 1982 where they lost two non-conference home games in a yeah. single season
1: and, and look at that both at the hands of a Big Ten team that that's just the I'm, depth what, what, of the is Big Coach
0: Ten? K seriously flirting about. Canceling or are people just ta- putting words in his no, mouth? No,
1: he he said that. Okay, and I think it's. I mean, people kind of. He's pulling a Michigan. Yeah, you, yeah, your team's kind of struggling right mm-hmm. now, which is fine. I mean, and and he lost to two good teams. I mean, Michigan State and Illinois are you no know, slouches. Arguably, two top five, maybe even top three teams in the and, nation. And you're
0: missing the best home atmosphere in the nation. Yeah, e- I mean, exactly. So home losses – that plays a factor. Yeah,
1: home losses aren't. They're neutral the same. site essentially. Yeah. I yeah, mean, pretty much.
0: All right, well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Follow us on social media, at Big Hill Podcast, Instagram, Twitter. Follow Life Takes, too. Let's get some support on there. We're trying to become Barstool Detroit, essentially. Put in put in a good word for us, Erica Nardini. I know you're listening. <laughs> but we're going to wrap it up. Much love, everybody. Thank you so much if you're listening right now. Thank you so freaking much. Because me and Brandon, believe it or not, we actually put some work into this thing. And it's, it's kind of our baby. And um, we really love doing it. So just thanks for listening. And see you. Peace.